Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Oh! Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to the morning after with Nick and Big J. We are present and accounted for on Valentine's Day, Big J. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Yeah, you too, man. Be my Valentine. No, absolutely my not. My work Valentine. Uh, nope, <laughs> even that doesn't make any sense. Really. It, it does. Unless you got me something. Oh. I rest my case. Welcome to the day Did that anything? you are supposed... No, because I don't want to work Valentine. Oh. You're the one who brought that up. Uh, it's the day you're supposed to do something for the person that you love, Big J, in some way, shape, or form. Uh, and uh, did you were kicking it around. Have you figured something out for the missus? Yeah. And the answer is? Yeah, I'm not to tell you, man. It's personal. <laughs> oh, I see. It's it's the, it's that nude photo set you were talking about. The boudoir pictures. I'm not sure that's what they're called. Oh. But what are they called? I'm not. I don't even know. But boudoir, for some boudoir? reason, sounds... What is it? Boudreaux? Boudreaux? Yeah. I believe they're called... Uh, now I can't remember his name. I was going to say the uh, Daniel Craig's character from Glass Onion, but now I can't remember what ben, it's called. Benoit. Benoit Blanc pictures. Benoit, you know what? Balls? You can say balls. Uh, balls. Uh, and then all the kids will run to Google and find out what those are. Welcome to the show. It's a very, very, very Dirty slippery... Show. <laughs> That too. It's dirty today. It's dirty today because it's uh it's slippery outside, guys. Take it easy. The roads Man, are not good. I, I was really shocked this morning at, at the state of the roads. Yeah. It was uh much far it was far worse than I thought and it I got a late start and it took me quite a while to get to work. Me too. I, I knew well I, I was up at like three because the wind like woke me up. It sounded like there was like some sort of weird like train rolling Crazy. through my house. Yeah. And so I was up and I looked outside and there was no snow on the ground. So I was like, oh, okay, it's just windy or whatever. And then I started doing work. And then by the time I opened up my garage door, I was like, oh, no, (laughs) there's snow on the ground. And I wasn't expecting it, but I was slipping and sliding a little bit on the side streets. And things are backed up on the freeway as well. So, listen, give yourself some extra time. Be extra careful uh, heading into stops and give yourself plenty of space in front of the cars in front of you because it is slippery and sliding out there and they are behind the times a little bit i did see one although i did see the one plow i saw on the freeway was pulled over which is never a good sign so uh just yeah, hope be, you're okay man yes just be extra careful driving into work today or wherever it is that you're going because the roads are not great today not sure how long they're gonna remain that way but lots of ice on the roads so we're trying to keep you safe as you hang out and listen to us over the course of the show today we have a chance for Streaming Dumbass to be a part of the show. We need your help selecting a movie for Radio's Big J. We'll give you some options for that coming up here in just a few minutes. We also need uh, your help in winning something from us. We have a chance for you to qualify for a $250 gift certificate to the Downtown Boise Association for our Valentine's Day gift to you. You can spend that however you want. Maybe it's a romantic date tonight. Maybe it's something this weekend. Maybe it's shopping with the missus or the mister. Whatever you want to do. That money is yours, and it's up to you. Plus, we have some Static X tickets to give away today. So, should be a decent show, I think. We'll get started with the Red Hot Chili Peppers this morning on the X-Rocks. 
on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Take me back to Big J's teenage years. As you were learning how to drive, Big J, did you go to driver's ed classes? Yes. And were those offered as part of your school curriculum or were they extracurricular? No, I uh, went to a private uh, school for driving. Uh, okay, so, but uh, did public school at the time offer classes? Here? I don't know. Oh, Probably. Okay. Uh, I didn't go to public school. Right. Uh, you were I'm a rich private school kid. But uh, when you when it was time for the girls to learn how to drive, how did you do that? Uh, they have. They also went private. Yes. Uh, that's the kind of the way that most of us went to do that. I mean, I think as I was going to, if I remember correctly, like two years before I was supposed to take driver's ed, they yanked it out of schools in Wisconsin. It used to be one of those like elective classes you could take. So I had to, I went to like Sears driving school or something like that in, in Wisconsin to learn how to drive. But if uh, one politician has its way, Big J, kids in Idaho will no longer have to go to driver's ed at all. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, Idaho parents and their siblings could teach their kids how to drive and be their own driving instructor. If House Bill 133, sponsored by Ron Mendive from Coeur d'Alene, is passed... Listen, we need to have a conversation with Ron. <laughs> the, uh, the bill amends a current Idaho law already in place, outlying the process for student drivers to acquire their driver's license. But now, under this proposed law change, student drivers may receive driver's training instruction from a parent or legal sibling. Qualifying people must be at least 21 years old without any license suspension in the last two years. Uh, and so we'll see what ends up happening. All student drivers taught by uh, family members will have to log at least 50 hours of supervised driving, 10 of which at night, and pass all state assessment requirements for a license. Listen, it's that makes common sense to me a little bit. Like, hey, you know, of course you'd want your family to teach you how to drive, maybe save the state some money, etc. But here's the problem with that is kids don't listen to parents half the time anyways. <laughs> Or an older sibling. I mean, it just doesn't seem like not only going that, to learn much. But uh, listen, by any accounts, most of you don't know how to drive as it is. And so you teaching the, your children how to do that yeah. seems like a bad idea, too. But listen, now, to, in, in Ron's defense, the reason why he does is doing this is it's supposed to alleviate some of the people that live in rural Idaho have a real yeah. problem finding uh, driver's ed classes. The problem Absolutely. is this is good for all of Idaho when it passes and if it passes and so it's one of those deals where it feels like this is a real recipe for disaster uh, but uh, nothing is done until it's done it's just one of those bills that's being debated and could be passed and voted on here very very soon but uh, there's a lot I mean it's a great way to save money I don't remember how much money it cost at the time to go to driving school do you remember I mean you had to send the girls yep. to school recently, uh, recently I didn't but. know it's, it's been a while I don't remember but I was just having a conversation with my daughter um, and, and I referenced my actual driver's education and uh, because she was commenting on a vehicle that looked really small. I'm like, hey, no matter what, there's room to live. And that was like one of the main driving points of <laughs> using your seatbelt. Oh, I see. Okay. Is that, you know what, no matter what you think of, can happen in these terrible accidents, there's always room to live. Wait, and they I'm taught like, you to wear your seatbelt in driver's ed? Yeah, absolutely. Weird. I mean, I thought that was already taught at most points. You would have that lesson taught to you already. But There's room to live. Uh, Speed kills. Oh, the, you're talking about commercials at this no, point, aren't you? No, 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 no. These were just lessons that were a part of the curriculum. 
What was the? Do you remember the movie Moving Violations? Uh, where with like Bill Murray's brother, where they had to like all they all got tickets and they had to all go to like driving school again. I don't. I mean, and vaguely, they were all It just reminds me of that uh, that that uh, there's a scene where they have to watch this awful like educational yeah. film in class yeah. called Blood Flows Red on the Highway. Yeah. And I don't know why, but I remember that title and the awful stuff that was involved in it. But I also remember we had to watch terrible film strips right. in Driver's yeah. Ed. That was a thing. I do You're not going to get that at home. Because half of Driver's Ed is to scare you yeah. into, hey, like, kids, pay attention. Here's Lost Highway. <laughs> Enjoy your driver's education. <laughs> and Patricia Arquette nude. Hey, Sunday's Super Bowl was the third most watched television show in history, Big J. 113 million people watched the Chiefs rally past the Philadelphia Damn. Eagles. Uh, the 2015 game between New England and Seattle holds the record with 114.4 million people, followed by Super Bowl 48, Seattle and Denver. Looks like Seattle needs to be in the Super Bowl for people to watch it. Uh, that was number two, so now the uh, the Super Bowl last year comes in at number three. So it was a pretty big success for Fox as they were putting it together, and the people that spend millions upon millions of dollars on commercials, that's why they do it, because a lot of people tune in for it. Big J, uh, I don't know if you had the animosity that I remember uh, towards Barney the Dinosaur back when it was on television, but uh, it was one of those TV shows that people love to hate for no reason whatsoever. Uh, but there was a lot Barney. of hate for Barney the Dinosaur. Yeah. And already, Big J, they have announced a reboot, and there's a lot of hate for Barney yeah, the Dinosaur. I, I saw this. I still don't get it. Uh, Mattel announced on Monday that an animated series this time will be released in 2024, along with a line of consumer products. For those under the age of six, the company added that uh, apparel and accessories for adult fans featuring classic Barney also in development because most people that watch Barney when they were kids are now in their early and mid-30s, and so maybe they'll want to do some throwback stuff for the old-school Barney. So they're going to tap into nostalgia and then also try to introduce Barney to a whole new audience uh, basically, the idea behind Barney was to, you know, sharing is caring and, you know, make sure you care for other people around you no matter what. But for some reason, back in the day, in the 90s, boy, were people upset about that. And I don't know why. But now, looking at the world, it kind of makes sense. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the 6 o'clock hour. Into the depths of Netflix. It's Streaming Dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Listen to me. We need your help, ladies and gentlemen of the Treasure Valley. Big J has agreed to spend his Valentine's Day watching a movie. Odds are his wife is going to be involved in this in some way, shape, or form as well. So I have tried to do something the best I can, and that is select three romantic comedies. For Valentine's Day, something that is supposed to be a comedy, something that has romance in it, uh, and uh, that's the idea behind today's Streaming Dumbass. These three movies, I'm going to strip away the titles, and I'm going to strip away the stars, and then I'm also going to give you an opportunity to select the movie for Big J by selecting movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three. Please text that particular phrase to 208-287-1003 once you find a movie that you think Big J should watch. The movie that gets the most votes on our TDS Fiber text line is the movie Big J will agree to watch and review for you in a 24-hour period. Do you agree to the parameters of streaming dumbass Big J? I agree. Then know this. Uh, we kind of run the gamut on different kind of streaming platforms as well. So here comes movie number one. After a regrettable decision is made, a straight-laced student and friend find out they have 24 hours to hunt down the only thing that can help them. The catch is... It's in rural South Dakota. Movie number two. 
On a trip to a hometown, a TV producer starts to question everything about their life. Things only become more confusing when they learn their ex is getting married to somebody that reminds them of the person they used to be when they were younger. Movie number three. A group of friends from different backgrounds witness a murder, become suspects themselves, and then slowly uncover one of the most outrageous plots in history. These are your movies that you have to choose from. Movie number one, South Dakota Hunt. Movie number two, Hey, That's Me. Or movie number three, What a Twist. These are the movies that you have to choose from. Now, those are not the actual titles. Those are help to try to help you kind of remember what each of those movies were about. So text in movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three to 208-287-1003. We will tabulate the votes, let you know the order in which they finished, and the titles and stars of all three of those movies. Do any of them sound familiar to you in description? No, no. Okay. So Big J is running blind here and needs your assistance in trying to figure out a movie. So text in your choice, and we will reveal all the titles and the actual movie Big J will watch next on the X-Rocks. The perfect song for Valentine's Day, Drowning Pool Potties here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. It's time for the exciting conclusion for Streaming Dumbass. The text messages have been tabulated. Is there a clear winner, Big J? There is a clear winner. Love that. So let's go through all the movies so you find out what you don't have to watch and then the one that you do. What movie came in last place? Uh, coming in last place is, uh, well, there's a tie, actually, between one and two. Oh, okay. So, so uh, let's start with movie number one, then. Uh, it must mean that three's the winner. Movie number one, then, is called Plan B, Big J. That stars Victoria Morales and Kuhu Verma. It is a movie that is on Hulu that you could watch if you want to, about a couple of uh, friends that have to try to find a Plan B pill in South Dakota, Big J. Oh, Doesn't boy. work out. It's a little bit harder than they think. It's a romantic comedy, just so you know. It's funny. Supposed to be. Is it? Uh, I don't know. I have not watched it. Movie number two. Abort this baby. The Let's other two is very romantic. The well, I mean, the plan B. Make sure there is no baby yet. The no. baby's not around yet. You're, you're I'm taking. I'm taking it literally. Uh, do you know uh, movie? These last two I've actually seen. Movie number two, you will not. That's a brand new movie on Amazon Prime called Somebody That I Used to Know. That's got Allison Brie and Jay Ellis in it. It was uh, directed by uh, Dave Franco. And Allison Brie wrote it with her husband, Dave Franco, as well. That is on Amazon Prime if you want to watch that about the producer that goes back home and realizes that her ex is marrying somebody that reminds her a lot of when they used to be together. And she starts questioning everything about it. It's a oh, great romantic sounds, comedy. Sounds great. It, again, it's a romantic comedy. Big J, you love these things. But yeah, that one doesn't sound good at all. Uh, it actually is pretty good. And you will be watching movie number three. Uh, it is called Amsterdam. That's got Christian Bale and Margot Robbie in it. It is available for oh. you to watch on HBO Max. Uh, it's got a bunch of stars in it, uh, as well as, uh, you know, James Washington, Denzel's son, who's also a great actor, who's in Tenet. Uh, it's got Robert De Niro in it. It's got Zoe Solana in it. I mean, you'll be surprised yeah. and shocked by how many people you recognize in this movie. The question is, is it a good movie? Big J will watch it tonight and let you know tomorrow what he thinks about it and if it's worth your time. If you'd like to play the home game, the movie is called Amsterdam, and it is available for you to stream on HBO Max if you're a subscriber. This is a movie that I paid real American money to see in the theater. So we'll see what Big J thinks about it, about it tomorrow when he uh, lets you know what he thinks about the movie. If you want to, again, watch it, Amsterdam is the name of the movie Big J will be watching for Streaming Dumbass. The Morning After with Nick and Big J. I'm pretty sure this is not a good thing, but 
In the early hours of yesterday morning, an asteroid named SAR-2667, Big J. Hey, SAR. Collided with Earth's atmosphere, and it produced a big, gigantic light that could see throughout Western Europe. Now, according to Yahoo News, this is a pretty big deal because we just found out this asteroid existed two days ago. And in a matter of time, uh, of that little of time, it came into our atmosphere and struck the planet as well. So they're like, hey, aren't we supposed to know things like this are happening a little bit more with more notice? And uh, apparently it's happening more and more often where more asteroids are coming in contact before we can really identify them or know that they're here. And that's never a good thing, Big J. Uh, This is the seventh instance of an asteroid being detected before colliding with Earth in a pretty short amount of time in just the last three years. So they're trying to figure out why with technology and telescopes and information and everything else getting better, we're doing a poor job of identifying asteroids before they come flying into our planet, Big J. What do you think? You're our our space expert. Yeah, uh, why bother? Didn't hurt anybody. Well, no, that's not necessarily no true. No harm, no foul. We'll it see the big one. In Western Europe. Uh, it didn't hurt anybody here uh, close to you. What hasn't damaged Western Europe? Uh, I don't know if I have an answer to I guess me would be an answer to that. I don't think I've done any damage to Western Europe. You have? Is that what you're telling me? No. It's a weird, weird confession. Major League Baseball uh, can't seem to get out of its own way. It continues to fade into to obscurity, and uh, it continues to ke- keep rules that are the dumbest thing that baseball's ever done. If you remember back in the COVID year, they decided that uh, they didn't want extra inning games to go forever, and so they were going to have a runner start on second base to begin the second, the tenth inning, and that turned into a big crap show, and it made best, it completely changed the game of baseball. It's a whole different game once you get into extra innings because that runner's pretty much guaranteed to score if anybody does their job. And then that can sometimes make games longer, etc., etc. But they're keeping that rule for some ungodly reason. They have decided that they're going to make it permanent. In all regular season extra inning games, a runner will be placed on second base to begin the 10th inning. And then every subsequent inning after that until a winner is determined, according to Rob Manfred, the commissioner of baseball. So, dumb. It's just really, really stupid. He did, uh, the, the commissioner said that this rule would return. And the Joint Competition Committee would talk about it. And sure enough, now they're bringing it back and they're making it a thing in every single inning, which is even dumber somehow. So uh, congratulations, baseball. You continue to have less and less people care about you on a regular basis. And you continue to shoot yourselves in the foot. Penn Badgley, Big J, are you familiar with him? No. He's a pretty big star that has uh, played a big part in the Netflix series You. I'm guessing at that point then you haven't watched the show. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. He plays a serial killer on that show, and he thinks that, you know, he's gone on record saying, listen... I'm a pretty despicable guy in this show, and I do some pretty awful things, but yet that hasn't stopped him from becoming a heartthrob, as it were. But he has gone on record and saying, hey, you know, anybody who's really attracted to my character in you needs to probably take a look in the mirror and go, why am I attracted to a scumbag like this? Uh, He also got his big break on a show called Gossip Girl with Taylor Momsen. Maybe you've heard of that. Yes. But uh, he did speak to Entertainment Tonight and says that, you know, he's got a real problem uh, with Netflix in general. Uh, What he feels is really doing a thing about romanticizing serial killers because there's a lot of true crime stuff on Netflix and there's a lot of serial killer shows on Netflix. And he goes, it's pretty conflicting to be in that role and know that people are attracted to you in that role. And he's got, he goes, he thinks that the, the true crime romanticizing 
romanticizing of people like Ted Bundy and Jeffrey Dahmer and putting, you know, attractive people in these particular roles as serial killers is probably not good for society as a whole. And he says that romanticizing people like Jeffrey Dahmer and Ted Bundy and that kind of stuff is a real problem on streaming services, particularly his employer, uh, Netflix. And so he wants people to know that there's nothing sexy, nothing attractive about people that kill a bunch of other people. And he hopes that that message cuts through. He says it's just a job. He's doing the job to the best of his ability, but he doesn't think he's a heartthrob or a sex symbol in this role. And anybody who's attracted to serial killers probably has a couple of wires loose. Agree or disagree, Big J? Yeah, I think that's probably uh, a good thing to believe. Probably right. And he's probably not that far off saying that, you know, Netflix is, listen, they know what's popular. They know what people like and they know what people want to watch. And that's part of the problem. The other side of it is it is it is also like the whole true crime obsession is very creepy to me. Number one, I mean, because there's a lot of people that have been affected really, really negatively in this particular light with all of these stories. And a lot of times the victims, the families of the victims and all that kind of stuff are really pushed aside in these particular stories to focus on the people that do the crimes and you forget about the crimes that are committed in a lot of these cases and that's a real problem but that's modern society big j we like to push out the negative and focus on the interesting i nominate the dude who's from too many cooks to play every serial killer i believe he might be a serial killer morning after with nick and big j do you think anybody got that reference big j I, yes of course Traffic. I mean, there is a lot of people in Too Many Cooks, but you're speaking of the one really creepy bearded guy. I believe, right? Yeah, the, the bad guy Okay, Too Many Cooks. <laughs> the bad guy. Who Morning After. Serial killing in with, with Nick. Well, yeah, but also remember the cat Muppet was also committing crimes. <laughs> Great stuff right there. Go look it up, people. Too Mor- Many Cooks. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Uh, we got to check your traffic inside the TDS. Rocks. We are going to Germany for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. And as you are well aware, the ballet there in Germany is very, very popular. Oh, yeah. Of course I know that. And the story today revolves around an award-winning German ballet director. As a matter of fact, he got last year's prestigious German Dance Prize as the best ballet director in the entire country, dude. I cannot wait for next year's streaming dumbass movie about this guy. His name is Marco Goki. This story would be better than Tar if they made a movie out of it. I promise you that. So uh, basically, what happened was they—he—he's uh, a very big deal in this particular circle. If you're a fan of ballet, you know who Marco Goki is. He is again one of the best ballet directors in the entire uh, country. And he, but he's not infallible, Big J. In fact, uh, a journalist, Whipke Husker, uh, who is a ballet reviewer, one would think a very popular job, I'm sure, uh, was not a fan of the last show that Marco put on and gave it a fairly bad review, right? This happens from time to time. Even the best of directors, even the best of people that create art are going to get some people that aren't fans of what they do. Yeah, some haters probably. Yeah, I mean, listen, I I can't imagine everybody likes this show out there. You understand? Yeah. I mean, you can call them what you will, but we're not for everybody. Those of you that do like us, hey, thanks. We appreciate it. Yeah, those who don't, you pieces of... There you go. But Marco Goki uh, was not happy with this particular journalist, journalist review of one of his shows. So he invited her to a special performance of his new show called The Dutch Mountains. And uh, basically, he, while he was at the show, he walked up on stage and he read a portion of the review of the last show that he did from this journalist. 
Uh, and the line that he read said that his last show was, quote, like alternately being driven mad and then killed by <laughs> So a scathing review, as it were, Big J. So that line apparently really stuck with Marco because as the show was getting started, he brought along a surprise, Big J. He walked up to, he had a special seat reserved for this particular journalist, walked up to her and brought by a brown paper bag. Inside that brown paper bag, Big J, was fecal matter. Then, during the intermission, he approached her and smeared the bag of fecal matter all over her face. In front of an entire audience were the people. She was holding the bag? No, he was holding the bag, and then he smeared it all over her face. And then he banned her from attending any one of his shows in the future. Jeez. So that is how he responded to her criticism of his art by smearing dog poop in her face. Now, obviously, the attack stunned her and others around her, uh, and the fallout from this particular incident has been swift and pretty extreme. Uh, the Hanover Opera House, which employed Marco Goki, uh, basically he has been their director since the year 2018. Uh, they immediately fired him. Uh, police are now investigating the attack because that's also assault. So he could be facing upwards of two years in jail because of the dog poop in the face attack. Uh, many of the performers walked out and refused to do the performance after the intermission because they didn't want to work with him anymore. And so it was a big disaster for one of the most prestigious ballet directors in an entire country. So it's kind of on par with Tar, but a little yeah. more fecal matter involved, if you will. Yeah, different instead uh, of regular street assault. Yeah, although Tar did assault somebody in the movie. Yeah, no, I, that's why I was right on in this. But, I mean, it is one of those deals that uh, is certainly interesting. I don't know what you would do if you're in the audience in that particular situation. I don't know if you thought maybe it was part of the actual performance or what's going on. But everybody needs to be able to take a little bit of criticism. And while not everybody's going to like everything you do... I mean, you can't smear dog poop on everybody's face, you understand? Yeah, Triumph the Insult comic dog is not real. He's not there to poop on anybody. No, no. That is not, and I cannot confirm nor deny if it was Triumph's poop inside the prime paper bag. But I can say that that probably You're was a not a great for me situation. to poop on! Right. <laughs> so, a reminder, you all, we all have to be adults. Not everybody's going to like everything that you do, and taking criticism is part of... I guess being a person in the 21st century between social media and everything else. But that is not one way to combat that criticism, whether you agree with it or not. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Always love it when our stories involve poop. There's your we're going to hell story. It is the <laughs> X rocks. That is three days grace. That is. I hate everything about you here on Valentine's day, the perfect Valentine's day song of the morning after with Nick and big J reminder to be extra careful driving into work today. The roads are crazy and nuts, but it's always nice when you get something that surprises you. In fact, uh, maybe it's because I'm jaded or whatever, but uh, there was a pretty brief moment where I was under the impression that this was fake for a second, but I got a very nice text message, big J from a friend of the show 
last night. Oh. So much so that I asked you if you got one as well because I wasn't convinced yeah. it was all the way real because of some of the stuff that was said on it. But apparently it was, which is very nice. Uh, and it was like, I don't know, 7.30, 7.45 last night. And my text message thing goes off. And I look down and it's a text message from a number I don't recognize. Uh, Florida area code. And I'm like, I don't know who this is. And then I open up the text message and I'm thinking it's spam. But it's uh, it's Brent Smith for Shinedown, Big J. And, Damn. Yeah, and he he wanted to send a text. And he's like, "Hey, Nick, it's Brent from Shinedown. Just wanted to give you. I sh- just wanted to say hi and say thank you. Apparently, a friend that of his was rolling through Boise and heard a couple of Shinedown songs on the station and wanted to take a, take a moment to say, "Hey, we know you've been with the band from the very beginning, and we appreciate everything that you've done for us. So thank you very much." And said that I ruled, and I was like, "I wonder if this is a prank or something." or whatever because wow. it was a number I didn't That's recognize awesome. and I was like did you get a text message from somebody last night that you didn't recognize no. you're like no and I'm like okay well then it's not some part of some campaign I guess he was kind of telling the truth so now we got to reverse engineer how he got your number right. I'm guessing he talked to the record so label he would have there's only like three people then who would he have talked to so <laughs> wait I mean uh, I, well he's a bunch of people that, that have like I mean yeah. you know Phil has yeah. my number Phil, Jamie yeah and, and then uh, maybe get, Sudi. Maybe Sudi, yes. They all have my number that he probably could have reached out to and just said, hey, I wanted yeah. to give Nick a shout out or say hi. But that doesn't surprise me because Brent is just one of the sweetest right. freaking dudes. And that's, he's always been so grateful for that. And like when I, every every concert, I mean, we have these long discussions that kind of freak me out uh, to a degree because he goes so in depth in his gratitude. There's a lot There's a lot of bands out there that pay attention to a lot of bands that don't, but Brent is one of those guys that like he knows what stations played Shinedown at the very beginning. That yeah, played 45 and I Dare You and all those kind of things. Like he remembers Fly From The Inside. Yeah. He remembers all that yeah. stuff and he's like, I know you guys were there from the very beginning of Shinedown and didn't just jump on when you know Sound of Madness broke through like some other stations did and he remembers that and it means the world to him but it was really surprising that like apparently he's got a friend that just texted him or something and he wanted to say hey thanks for all the support it reminded me that you guys have been there from the beginning and it's really cool when stuff like that happens but you know every time we have an interview with Brent that's how he always wraps yeah. up the interview too he like he knows he remembers and he does appreciate this town and that's a reason why they've played 3X-Fest and that's a reason why they come through as much as they come through because he knows the cities that mean a lot to him and it's very nice that he uh, appreciates the the fact that a lot of people in Boise appreciate Shinedown because we wouldn't play him if you guys didn't like him and that's the way that it all kind of shakes out so yeah very cool he did, did say you smell like Fritos what does that mean Big J is that an inside did, joke did he say that yeah he said tell Big J he smells like Fritos no, what does that mean that up. you're making that up Do you like did you text him back uh, well no because I thought it was a fake one so no I didn't I will now now that I know that it's like a real thing I thought like again like maybe it was some sort of like weird like marketing push but now that I know it's the real deal I will definitely text him back uh, and uh, and say thank you very much Brent now the question is do I save the number of my phone or is that creepy Big J uh, no it's not creepy alright then I will uh, Brent from Shinedown and I'll call him if ever I need a friend Just wait, wait, wait till you're drunk though <laughs> drunk dial Brent Smith <laughs> yeah. from Shinedown uh, I'm guessing he will it's not probably answer probably his tour manager's number it was very nice yeah probably it was very nice for him to text me I'm guessing that yes my number is not saved in his phone but uh, it was very nice to get a text message last night for Brent so Look just you, so you man. know Mr. Big Time he appreciates all of the support here in the town so uh, thank you for enjoying the station thank you for listening to Shinedown down as well.
Morning After with Nick and Big J. We talked about the commute. We talked about the roads. It's time to check in on it. Nick and Big J. Big J, if you're an adult in the United States of America, odds are you think you need to cut back on your alcohol usage. In a current survey, 73% of U.S. adults say, you know what, I need to pretty much take it down a notch when it comes to alcohol consumption because I think I drink too much on a regular basis and that's not good. 46% say that they wish they would participate in a little bit more mindful drinking as opposed to just drinking until you black out. You know how that works. Uh, the practice of being aware and why and how much alcohol you drink is very important when it comes to moderation, but the majority of respondents do not want to go cold turkey. 69% said, you know what, I'd rather just limit my alcohol intake than just stop drinking alcohol, you understand? Now, this could mean that alcohol producers have an interest in creating more alcohol-free wines, cocktails, and beers. 41% said, you know what, yeah, I'd probably consider an alcohol-free option of my favorite alcoholic beverage. 24% said, you know, while I know there's plenty of it available out there, I don't think the taste of alcoholic, non-alcoholic beer is for me, so that appears to be the biggest hurdle. Apparently, non-alcoholic wine is good. What was it? Somebody brought in non-alcoholic wine for, like, a Christmas party, remember? And it was awful. Remember when they had it here? Yeah, no. It was No, I don't remember that. Awful. I would not touch that. Uh, Yeah, you did not make a mistake. It was bad news. Clearly, they're here trying to give uh, the, uh, the alcohol companies too much credit wouldn't they just spend that money in advertising to make you think how cool it is to drink still yeah i think that's what they're doing uh, currently uh yeah. and listen by the way just because you want to doesn't mean you will but 73 percent of adults saying that they drink too much seems like a very high number right yeah it does seem pretty high i mean like i uh, you know i don't know if that's a good thing i don't think it is although then again maybe they're self-aware and they realize they need some moderation and some help and they want to cut back down on it. well on the other hand here, here's a guy here and me who i rarely ever drink uh-huh. and uh just had lunch with an old friend who i mean a really good friend and we partied hard i mean that was probably five or six years of our friendship was just getting hammered on the regular basis <laughs> yeah. and uh he's completely quit drinking and you know same age a little bit older i mean it's just you know you kind of grow up i guess yeah and, well i mean other things take priorities at that point you know there weren't kids involved there weren't you know wives all those things you're just different people now and there yeah, are other we were priorities. chasing them yeah <laughs> yeah now you're like i want to keep what i have so maybe i shouldn't get hammered all the time Sunday's Super Bowl was a pretty big one. Third most watched television show in history. 113 million people tuned in to watch the Chiefs beat the Eagles. It is the third highest game. The number one of all time is the New England-Seattle game from 2015. Number two all time was the Seattle-Denver game from 2014. So still have a little bit to go to reach those, but not bad, all things considered. Interestingly enough, despite it being the third most popular Super Bowl, it was the second highest rated halftime show with 118 million people watching crazy that more people tuned into the halftime show than the game huh? yeah the number one create the number one what do you think the number one halftime show would have uh, been it's in the last 10 years i would probably say beyonce no uh it was katie perry katie perry well that makes sense listen and that's why they do that we, we talk about it all the time there's a reason why they pull in a different audience yeah. for this halftime show but the question becomes like how would you if you're not watching the game how would you know it was halftime do you know what I mean? It's not like halftime starts at X amount of time. I don't know. It is a very weird, question. but it worked, whatever it may be. 
Ted Lerner, Big J, he's the billionaire real estate developer whose family bought the Washington Nationals in 2006, has died, according to the team. Uh, he passed away from complications of pneumonia in Chevy Chase, Maryland. He purchased the Nationals for $450 million back then. They are now worth well over a billion dollars. His son has been taking over since 2018, so his kid is going to take over the franchise. But the man that brought baseball back to uh, Washington, D.C., and in the process, Big J pissed off millions upon millions of Canadians, passed away over the weekend. Leslie Grace is not a household name, but she had a chance to be when there was a Batgirl movie that was supposed to come out starring her. Uh, and that's when Warner Brothers, the shakeup began and they started benching projects that was already filmed. I mean, it's really crazy when you think about it, but she says that the film is incredible. She's very proud of it. Pretty much every, I mean, Michael Keaton has said the film is great. Leslie Grace has said the film yeah, is great. Other people Brandon have Frazier. said that is not the case. <laughs> well, yes, of course. I mean, the Warner Brothers have gone on the record. A, a couple people said there's a reason they want to put this movie out. And uh, the, including the new bosses at DC were like, no. $90 million is how much it costs to put it together. They also set it up for the sequel. Apparently, Michael Keaton was a big part of it, setting up some Flash stuff that comes into play in this new movie, and that's part yeah, of the reason why bad, they had to man. do reshoots. So uh, the odds, but the point is, she said that it could have been a franchise if it had done well. But also, when you think about it, $90 million isn't that expensive for superhero movies these days. So it was also done on a budget. But part of me kind of wants to see it to see oh, if yeah. it's as bad as everybody says it is. So I don't know if it'll ever see the light of day, but it very well might um, on like some sort of streaming service at some point down the road. But not if uh, Warner Brothers has their uh, way about it. But apparently it was setting up a sequel and a franchise and all sorts of stuff and Michael Keaton heavily involved. So we'll see. I mean, I'm guessing maybe if The Flash does like bananas and everybody's into the Keaton thing again, maybe you cash in on that. Because Keaton, How, I mean, he's, he must be a, a good portion of the Flash involves Michael Keaton. Well, I think you, I mean it's hard to tell at this point, right? right? But also, it's it's heavy. I mean, like if you're if you're James Gunn and you have to market this movie, of course you market the Flash as a Batman movie because Ezra Miller is not exactly a safe marketing ploy right now, and so you lean on the property and the people that you think are going to draw people into this movie even if they're not Ezra Miller fans or they want to forget that Ezra Miller did awful things. This is the way that you do that. Lean heavily on Keaton, lean heavily on Batman, and hopefully that brings people in. We'll see if it works. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That being said, I thought the preview was terrific, by the way, for Flash. Yeah. I really did. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. And we got a doozy here for you this morning because coming Friday, March 3rd, Nick, Static X. Now, of course, rest in peace, Wayne. But I'll tell you what, in August, I got a chance to see Static X open up for the Freaks Tour with uh, Rob Zombie Mudvade. They were amazing, and uh, they, they put on a great show, and, and it's hard to uh, believe that it's not uh, Wayne Static up there, really. So uh, this is going to be a special treat for you. Uh, we'll hook you up with these tickets, plus get you in the running for that downtown. Boise Association, $250 uh, Valentine's Day gift certificate. You can spend that money any way you want downtown uh, with the shops and the dining, and there's a lot of other great choices. So uh, let's go, man. Yeah, we're going to give away that gift card at the end of the show today. So it's a great Valentine's Day gift for whoever. 208-287-1003 is our phone number. Today's Pop Culture Smackdown, all about Valentine's Day. Oh, so great. Shouldn't surprise you in any way, shape, or form. Let's see how I you do. I am shocked. Hello, the X. 
Good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? James. James, which very popular pop star co-starred in the romantic comedy called Valentine's Day? Was Beyonce in that movie? Was Justin Bieber in that movie? Or was Taylor Swift in that movie? Well, I'll take a guess at Taylor Swift. That is correct. Taylor Swift right. was featured in Valentine's Day. Oh. Big J. Nice. Another Victorian-era <laughs> term for a mean and comically mocking Valentine's Day card shares a name with what popular cable television show? Penny Dreadful, Black Mirror, or Queen's Gambit? Let's go with Queen's Gambit? Queen's Gambit is incorrect. Wrong. I mean, Queen's Gambit is a term in, well, you know what the show's about, right? Yeah, chess. That's a chess term, yes. Queen's Gambit is a chess term. not. But also, I was thinking the Queen of Hearts. Gotcha. Uh, No, just seriously, just a chess term. That means you win, sir. Do you happen to know the correct answer? Penny Dreadful or Black Mirror? We'll say Black Mirror. Uh, that is incorrect as well. It was called a Penny right, Dreadful good. when you made a <laughs> bad Valentine's Day card. Uh, congratulations, though. Penny Dreadful. You got yourself some static what a X stupid tickets. phrase. Well, it's Victorian era, so we're talking oh, about man. a long, long so time ago. So wordy and mouthy. Uh, well, well, Valentine's Day is uh, pretty wordy as well. Penny Dreadful. It's pretty close. But either way, congratulations. Static X tickets are yours. You're also qualified for that DBA gift certificate. Hang on just one second. Uh, Big J, Valentine's Day associated with romance, but the St. Valentine's Day massacre happened on Valentine's Day in 1929 in what city? Uh, Chicago? That is correct. The actual St. Valentine is the patron saint of happy marriage, but also the patron saint of what really weird profession? A blacksmith, a beekeeper, or a clown? Let's go with uh, beekeepers. That is correct. Right. Uh, what insanely popular website debuted on Valentine's Day in 2005? Pornhub? Uh, no, you're close, though. Wrong. It is a video site. A little uh, bit more popular Netflix, than Pornhub. Netflix? Netflix, not really a video site, I would Wrong. say. No, it also started as a DVD service, as you're well aware. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, YouTube is the correct right. answer. Debuted on Valentine's Day in 2005. And Big J, what fruit was once known as a love apple because of its aphrodisiac qualities? Oh boy, a fruit? Yes. Let's go with tomatoes. Tomatoes is correct. The right. Love apple. You did pretty good, man. Yeah, with those questions that come before, that would have been nice. Yeah, well, I mean, I tried to focus on the pop culture side of stuff because I figured you'd roast me for it not being pop culture, but you got the pop culture one wrong. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your pop I, I culture smackdown. Dreadful. We will do some headlines next on the X Rock. This it's headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Take that. Sounds like a bad Super Bowl commercial, and the more you know. Sounds like a bad Super Bowl commercial. Uh, did you enjoy the M&M's commercials, Big J? No, I thought they were dumb. I thought the whole campaign was stupid. Everybody pretty much did, and unfortunately, maybe they would have been better off going this route, but a couple of workers found themselves dipped. The Occupational Safety and Health Administration is firing a couple of people from a Pennsylvania Mars factory after two workers fell into a vat used to mix Dove and M&M chocolates. The contractors were hired to clean the tanks and were allegedly not provided proper safety training. So sure enough, they fell ass over teacup right into a batching tank, which is used to mix ingredients. Rescuers had to cut the tank from the bottom to get the workers out of the chocolate vat. The Mars Wrigley factory was fined more than $14,500. The company produces Dove, M&M's, Snickers, and Twix chocolates at this particular factory. But uh, it's never uh, obviously in the plan for two people to fall into that chocolate. I certainly hope they threw out the uh, the bathwater there, if you know what I mean, and didn't go ahead and or, put that into chocolate. 
or Nick, as a reward for their mishap, they get to keep all that chocolate. Would you want the chocolate you almost drowned in? Sure. You would? I and then I can sell it myself. You think people want chocolate you were dipped in? Sure. Boy, I think you are way off there, buddy. I might no be way, wrong. man. You'll have to prove me wrong. Take that or the more you know. <laughs> the more you know. Typically, an economic analysis that highlights trade facts of the week might not sound like the sexiest of subjects, but in honor of today's Valentine's Day, this factoid that was put together by the Progressive Policy Institute amounts to what they call the worst Valentine's Day surprise ever. Basically, what they found out, Big J, is women's underwear is taxed higher in the United States than men's underwear. Now, for some reason, we're not exactly sure why, the U.S. tariff system adds about $1.10 to each pair of women's underwear. That is sexist. For men's underwear, it gets $0.75 cents tacked onto it. The U.S. appears to be pretty unique in this particular tariff as well. Most companies apply a flat rate to underwear for both genders, but the reason why they say the tariff is more for women than men, women buy more underwear than men, and it's about making money, Big J. And that's what it boils down to, because guys money. are gross. You probably have underwear that's years and years and years old. Agree or disagree, Big J? Mm, uh, yeah, I guess. That's where we find one. out you don't wear underwear, right? No, I do. Just go commando all day, every day. Wrap it up with Take That. A Florida man stopped a potential robbery after one simple act. He just had to take the keys away. The man says he spotted a couple taking his tools and loading them into a white Mazda. The man then confronted the couple, saying, hey, those are my tools, and then decided to snatch the keys, which were left in the ignition of the vehicle they were going to drive off in. He then called police. When police arrived, they found some amps and also some other tools have been loaded in the rear of the car. And then the homeowner handed security footage and photos to police uh, as the suspects then fled when they realized their keys were not part of it. So they were able to find the people that were trying to steal stuff out of the garage pretty easily. The couple is now in custody and being charged with grand theft. So a reminder, maybe no matter what the situation, whether you're doing things legal or illegal, is it a good idea to leave your keys in the ignition of your vehicle? Illegal, yes. Uh, Also a great way to get a nice job, quick thinking by the dude to, to, to foil the robbery, but... Really, as per usual, really bad planning by the robbers. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There are your headlines. You're up to date on everything you need to know. That's the Red Hot Chili Peppers around the world here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Of course, it is Valentine's Day. Over the course of the last couple weeks, you may have heard us try to attempt to get you to enter a contest called Viva Las Vegas. We have a wonderful trip to give away to the uh, city of Vegas. It's a wonderful time. Plus, you have a chance to stay at the Tropicana, go see a show, have a good old time on us. And uh, we promised we were going to give the trip away on Valentine's Day. And so it is time to do that that and hopefully make somebody's day let's get a hold of the winner whose name is donnie hello the x this is donnie good morning donnie how you doing man it's nick and big j over at the x yeah great yeah. <laughs> working <laughs> Don, don't interrupt me yeah, we wish what, we weren't. what kind of jerk calls me at work hey we're, we're no, uh, hey i was glad to see you calling <laughs> <laughs> well we're calling with hopefully some good news do you remember entering the viva las vegas contest on xrock.com sir yes i do we did the official drawing for valentine's day and we are pleased to announce that you are officially the winner for the viva las vegas oh contest, that's man. awesome congratulations man you are going <laughs> oh, to thank you that's awesome vegas 
Vegas. You're going to the Tropicana. You're going to live it up and hopefully have a good time. Donnie, have you been to Vegas before? Yeah, only once. And it, it was Christmas and it wasn't Christmas. So, <laughs> And I'm a Raiders fan, too. So. All right. We'll see. Hopefully some good things can come out of this trip. So just wanted to say uh, congratulations both from us and the, the Boise Airport. You're going to head out there basically whenever you want. We're going to put you up in the Tropicana as well. And so hopefully you have a good time. We're going to throw you some tickets to a show. So we got some entertainment taken care of as well. But just wanted to say, man, congratulations. You got yourself uh, a chance to go check out Vegas, brother. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Boom, man. (laughs) Yeah, the X rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. And Bad Impressions brought to you by the Idaho Center Pre-Owned Superstore, Treasure Valley Subaru. We got here for you some tickets to Red Knot Chili Peppers. A little tribute action happening at the Knitting Factory Saturday night. So uh, get out Saturday night, enjoy some uh, Chili Peppers music uh, with some friends, and have a great time. And you'll be qualified for that Downtown Boise Association $250 gift certificate that we're going to give away here in just a little bit. So uh, some something on the table here. For you to win and figure out bad impressions this morning. Here's our phone number, 208-287-1003. For the uninitiated, here's how bad impressions works. Big J has three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in three clues or less, you're officially getting these tickets and you're qualified for this beautiful, nice prize. That could be some serious money coming your way. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? It's Kevin. All right, Kevin, you're up first. Good luck. I love ketchup so much, I put it on my steak. Uh, next one. My dad, Patrick, was a professional baseball player and taught me a lot about being a professional athlete. Uh, one more. I wear number 15 for the Chiefs, just won the MVP and Super Bowl MVP. Uh, Patrick Mahone. There you go. Good enough. That'll do it. Red Dot Chili Peppers tickets are yours. You're qualified for that big grand prize. We're about to give away the $250 gift certificate to the Downtown Boys Association. Hang on one second, Kevin. We'll hook you up with all that stuff. Uh, Why is Pat Mahomes in the news? Well, he is uh, living it up. Of course, uh, you know, when you're the MVP of the Super Bowl, uh, the next day they send you to Disney World. Or Disneyland. One of the he said he was going to the other one. He went to the first one for the first Super Bowl MVP. He was going to the other one this time around. So I don't know which one he's going to, but one of them, yes. Yes, absolutely. And he just recently went out, and I didn't know this was even an option, but he uh, was on Jimmy Kimmel, and uh, he said that uh, Coach Reed told this. He said, "If you go out to watch the performance, just keep walking." And he's talking about the halftime performance. So does that mean that there are some players during the Super Bowl that come out and watch the performance? I think didn't they? catch like last year the punter or something like that out there like rocking and rolling with like the like Snoop Dogg yeah, and something I mean, like that? I, I guess that would be the one that would really get you out there, right? You know, that or Metallica. Right, right. Um, well, yeah, but they, I, he, I guess he wanted people focused up, which makes sense, I suppose. And look, uh, they came out and kicked some ass. So uh, congratulations, Patrick Muppet Mahomes. Well, it makes sense too. I mean, they were down 10 at halftime, so Reed probably wanted people to go, hey, listen, let's not mess around and you're not here to yeah. party, you're here to win a football game. But uh, yes, Congratulations. I'm sure he's going to enjoy it up with, uh, he's got a little uh, baby now, so probably taking a kid to uh, to Disneyland. Does he have two already? I think they got two kids now. Good for him. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We'll wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. 
That is three days grace. That is just like you wrapping up the old morning after with Nick and Big J on this Tuesday Valentine's Day broadcast. Thanks for hanging out with us. You selected a movie called Amsterdam for Big J to watch and review for you this very evening. So he will. You will hear the review of it tomorrow morning on this very show. We had a chance to give away some Static X tickets. That will continue tomorrow. And we got people qualified for the Downtown Boise Association gift certificate, which I imagine that's what you're going to do when you have the floor. Right, Big J? Yeah, well, yeah, sure. Why not? Let's go. Let's give it away and figure out who is going to be the big grand prize winner and get $250 they can spend on whatever they want, be it a restaurant or a shop or whatever. Give it a shot. Or both. Yeah, we have. All right, let's roll. The beauty of it is it's Valentine's Day, so you can spend that money on whatever you want. And the winner is... Here we go. Matt. Matt. See, it's all that excitement. Ready to go. Congratulations, Matt. Ta-da! That's why you tune in, and you are good to go. $250 (laughs) is coming your way. Congratulations, sir. That's not how it was supposed to go. (laughs) Enjoy it very much, and have yourself a fantastic time, and happy Valentine's Day. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Beacon Plumbing for tank and tankless water heaters, clogged drains, leaky faucets, and toilets that won't flush. Stop freaking. Call Beacon. Beacon Plumbing Heating Mechanical, your trusted plumbing source online at beaconplumbing.com. Jason Drew is swinging in here next. You guys have a great one. It's the (laughs) X-Rocks. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.